Welcome to the Whole Point Podcast, all about guest conversations and our personal thoughts about big ideas that will elevate your life and change your mind. We're talking about how to bring them into your business, your family, and your real life, and what that looks like day to day on any random Tuesday. I'm Christy Bartelt, a quirky, wise mentor helping women confidently love themselves and change their lives and their minds. I'm Serena Talbot, and I'm passionate about helping people heal and accomplish their goals, bringing spirituality and intuition into the process so that people can move forward with the life they are created to live. Thanks for joining us. All right. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. This week, we're talking about what to do when social media triggers you. And the reason we're talking about this is because, surprise, surprise, social media, social media has been a bit triggering in this isolation pandemic, news media fueled, what do we need to know phase of our existence. So, where this conversation started and why we knew we needed to bring it to our audience was I asked Serena, hey, have you noticed a change in the tone of what people are saying and sharing on social media? And then we diverged into what I thought was a very valuable conversation. So we're going to have that now. So the tone that I noticed has changed. Now we are what, three weeks into isolation here in the middle of the country. So um, I live in rural Wisconsin. Serena does not. She lives in urban Wisconsin. Where I'm yeah, at, there are- About four weeks here, yeah. Yeah. And so where I'm at, it's fewer cases of actual COVID-19. Where Serena is, it's a more realistic situation because it's urban. There's more people. Uh, it's still not- a ton compared to other places for sure, but definitely I think has a different tone. Yeah. Yeah. So the coasts and then other places like the South are seeing an, a surge in cases, whereas we're kind of still like hanging out in that. Maybe, you know, somebody, maybe you've heard about somebody local, but not really. And gathering a lot of information from news outlets. And we're all at home spending a heck of a lot of time on social media. But what I noticed this week was a lot of people in my social media feed were starting to, um, I, I would say everybody was getting a bit restless. So it was posts about, is it a hoax? You know, getting restless it, in the camp. <laughs> it, well, it did feel like I was like, oh, we're it all, true. <laughs> we've been locked up long enough now that the unrest is starting. Like the little seeds are planted and now they're starting to germinate. <laughs> so lots of things about it's a hoax or what should the government be doing? Should we quarantine? Shouldn't we quarantine? Are there seeds available to plant gardens with? I mean, I saw a myriad of things and I noticed in myself that I was reacting to some of them thinking like, what's going on? Like, where is this even coming from? I thought we were all just like on the same team. We're on team America will live and <laughs> like flatten the curve. And it seems like maybe there's some other teams now. And so I asked Serena, what do you think about that? So Serena, just drop the knowledge bomb on the audience that you shared with me today. I, um, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to promise to drop any knowledge bombs, but she doesn't have I love to you promise. I appreciate so you. <laughs> she'll do it anyway. So the main thing for me is seeing she she has it on her Facebook feed, so it's public knowledge. But our podcast guest from three weeks ago, Caitlin Donovan, had she was home sick for ten days with COVID nineteen, and I think for me, um, I have a 
mom and my brother on the East Coast and a brother who's reading all the things. And so I've been, and because I live in a city, I think I've been ahead of reading about things. I also have a client who's in Italy. You know, I had that four weeks ago where most people probably didn't saying, stay home. It's real. But as someone who studies human behavior, this is my theory. So, and I haven't talked to you about this, Christy, earlier today. In World War II, it was going on for two years in Europe before the United States got involved. We didn't get involved until Pearl Harbor. In my mind, there's this idea that it's not real till it's here. So the, the war was happening. I mean, and even in Germany, it was years before that, right? So starts in Germany, everybody feels it. And then it goes out from there and from there. But the United States, we had, we had reporters, we had people that were over in Europe experiencing World War II. But Americans were very much like, it's not our business. It's not happening until it hit our soil. So this is a, not a very close analogy, but it, I really think it's the same thing, that it's not really hitting home for people until it hits someone in their community, someone they know, someone that they have some kind of a contact with. And until then, it's not real. And so you're seeing things like, well, maybe we shouldn't all be home or the ideas that they're taking away our human rights or whatever it is. And then you see, so I've been watching and you see people like now everybody in California, everybody in New York City is like, stay home, it's real. And, you know, we're in Chicago, it's real. But there's a lot of rural places that it's not affecting. And so we have this ability to, to think that it's not real. So that's my idea, is that as humans, we believe it when we see it. And that's really a protection mechanism, and it's really common human nature. And, you know, and then you have the people who've been reading all about it who are yelling, like, everybody, pay attention. And as far as how it plays out on social media, we have this gamut of where people are at. And we have the healthy thing to do is to decide what we are going to, uh, how we're going to respond to what we're seeing. Because what I believe is going to happen in the next few weeks is we're going to see it and we're going to see too much of it. People are going to start saying, you know, like my Aunt Susie didn't get a ventilator or we're going to see all these things and it'll be too much to process. But right now we have this so many differing, differing opinions. And that's something with World War II as well, that you read the history books and everybody was arguing, did we go too late? Did we go too early? Should we have not got involved? You know, and you find out afterwards, right? So we're watching this thing happen in real time. We're watching history unfold in real time with videos of it is crazy so we can all be spectators in a in a sense saying well are they doing it the right way is it conspiracy is the government too big is the government too small are they not doing enough are they doing too much you know all these things and all that is doing is keeping us in a state of mind of fear and so as we're looking at social media we have to figure out how do i stay in a place of faith and hope and peace, you know, if we're saying the opposite of fear is faith, you know, that we're all going to get through this, that it's going to be okay, that people live through these things all the time, like that we are as humanity, as community, we're, we're well able 
to come out on the other side of this versus fear where we start fighting each other and getting into camps and making ourselves anxious and not being able to see hope on the other side of it. Um, I think that's the main thing. When we're triggered, I think we get triggered because it's someone we know. Yes. Yeah. Right? We get triggered because we're like, oh, that I know that person. I didn't know they thought that way. I don't agree with them. You know, because we can say, oh, that crazy person I don't know has this crazy theory. But as this gets closer to home, yes. you know, as this hits, quote unquote, we're going to see human behaviors that we maybe wouldn't expect from people and maybe we will even have behaviors that we're not you know expecting and as so as a healthy person and as christy and i want people to be healthy you have to process all that stuff mm -hmm. and be aware of it and then allow other people to have it as we're navigating and not get into camps and i love i think the quote you have from the power of now is like perfect for that yeah. So in through all of this, I have been listening to the power of now because again, having that, even if you know the present moment is where the peace is, having something that reminds you in a time where you're having a pandemic is a solid thing. So I've been listening to it and it was just, as things do, struck in the right moment. So to this point that your neighbor, your aunt, your spouse has an opinion that's surprising to you that differs from yours. This is what the power of now and Eckhart Tolle had to say that I thought was fitting. Just as you cannot fight the darkness, you cannot fight unconsciousness. If you do, the polar opposites will become strengthened and more deeply entrenched. You will become identified with one of the polarities you will create an enemy and be drawn into unconsciousness yourself. And when I read this and coupled this with our discussion earlier before we came on the podcast, this is what crystallized for me. So I'll give my experience of this week and then I'll put into perspective the wisdom that this brings into it. So this week, my perspective was, wow, there is a lot of stuff happening, a lot of triggered people out there on social media. Okay, so some of these posts I read, ooh, that makes a feeling inside me that I want to sit with. I'm not going to respond to it, but I'm going to sit with it. And then I just want to kind of understand, like, again, from the human behavior perspective where people are. And then I read this and I go, oh, yeah, that's what it is. When we take up the position of opposition with that person, we then create the enemy status. And as Serena said, nothing becomes personal until you're in community with it, whether it be COVID or if a family member that is LGBTQ and you are forced to reassess your values and thoughts on things, anything like this, until you have a personal connection with it. So now I have this personal connection. So what am I going to do when somebody posts something that arises in me, um, an opposing reaction? So. I'm going to take heart to Eckhart's words. I'm going to say to myself, am I allowing this to create opposition to what I feel is an unconscious position? And, and when I think of unconscious in this context, I think of maybe 
missing education or missing the mark in some way compared to the knowledge that I'm personally operating from. Not that they're wrong and I'm right, but the idea that it's different than the information that I have. And I'm going to realize that hmm, when I resist that, when I fight against that, when I put them in the enemy camp, I put myself there as well. So the only place for me to be is a place of understanding, ah, I'm triggered too. They're triggered. That's why they posted this. They're in fear. How can I be out of fear? And that brings you to the place of action, right? So going back to something Christina said in our podcast last week, hmm, something's triggering me or I've gathered some information. Instead of just sitting with it or thinking I'm taking action by posting something on social media, I'm going to go do something that's actually helpful. I'm going to take an action that is helpful in the direction that I want my understanding to go. So coupling that, what Serena, you had to say about, yeah, it's, it's just people don't know yet. They don't know what they don't know, and they won't know until they do know, right? That's just like a, so where's the grace to extend? Hey, maybe I don't know what I don't know yet. Maybe there is a seeds shortage. I'm not a farmer. I don't know. But when I do know, I guess I could have a different reaction. But what do I want to know in that moment is my only option is to release the resistance to it or take action to change it. And even as Christy and I talk, right, we're in this time in history, like we're not going to know what was right or wrong, maybe for like 10 years, maybe in 20 years. I mean, people still evaluate World War II about what was right or wrong, you know, so it's an invitation, I think, to go through this consciously is to understand there isn't a right or wrong that we're all humans, you know, and we all are in this together and to have grace with the people who are when we can let go. So for me, the biggest thing to be able to do that, to be able to just be conscious is right. We have to be in the present moment to really believe every single thing I need is in this moment. That's the thing for me that when I forget that I go, well, maybe I do need the seeds or maybe, you know, maybe I'm not in the right place. Maybe it was really stupid to move to a city. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like all these things, or maybe I went out too much three weeks ago and I'm going to pay for it. You know, like all the fear comes from not being in this present moment and not believing everything I need is here in me. I'm going to know if I need to buy seeds, I do not need to go on Facebook or a website or YouTube and search for that information outside of myself. I'll know. I'll get a, I'll get a ping to buy seeds. What we're trying to do, and this is what we talked about, I think we talk about all the time, is we're trying to look without to get the answers that only come from within. And when they come from within, they're peaceful. They're not fighting anybody. They're not right or wrong. They're not in camps. They're not making enemies out of each other right now. That's the last thing that we need to be doing. And I'll know everything I need. I'll get, I'll get the knowing if I need to buy something, if I need to do something, if I need to call someone, if I need to create something, you know, and what I've been doing And I'd love to hear what you've been getting as you do go within, Christy. I've been getting that we're community, that me individually being healthy is the most important thing I need to do right now. I mean, Matt Kahn, tons of people are saying that. Um, I've been reading Matt Kahn's book, 
the universe always has a plan, but the idea that if we're a whole community, our world as a whole, humanity, that when I'm healthy as a part, that makes the whole more healthy. I think those are the messages we're getting when we're, when we're in the moment, but we want to somehow get them from outside like oh i'm gonna find this one website and they know everything and i've got a i've got a leg up on everybody else and i'm and it makes us feel safe so it's almost like i feel like people grasp for unusual things because it feels like oh they've got it all figured out because nobody else is saying that so it feels like i'm gonna have an advantage over other people yeah i don't know that's just my theory i sit and think about what the people are thinking throughout this whole thing. <laughs> well, and just like for you, I mean, I know we talked in a previous episode about your, you know, your inner being, your inner voice telling you, go pray, go and create mm-hmm. a space for you to do that. And for me, like it's these things because I find this interesting. Why are we being triggered? What is that? Let's have a discussion about it because the way I work is I have kind of a thought or a feeling or an understanding. And then I need to see what other pe- where other people are. I need to check in. Like what's going on inside of you? What's your position? That's why I always, my greatest desire in this world is that everybody can be their authentic self and share with integrity and honesty what's actually happening for them. Not because they think somebody else needs to hear it, but because by saying that, I personally hear it and go, mm, yeah, I get to check in with my values and my own beliefs and okay, how does that, what does that feel like for me? Is that true? Hmm, that's an interesting thing to think about. I need to spend some time with it. But for me, if we're all separate and we're never sharing these honest feelings that are happening inside, we don't have a chance to sharpen ourselves, to refine our own viewpoint in the world, to learn something and grow. And to me, learning and growing is becoming more conscious because as you say, nothing is real that isn't happening in the present moment. So when I'm triggered, I know that's a really good indication that I'm scared about something in the future or the past. And I know that when I read things online, and I shared this with you this morning, Serena, I read those things and I go, in my little Enneagram one brain goes, you guys, the rules aren't that. The rules are that we're all supposed to be creating a new earth, a new way of living and breathing and being in community with each other. And you're, you're, you're in the same thing, which is resistance, right? resisting and unconsciousness. But if I stay there in my rule, I join them. This is the Eckhart quote. Am I joining them or am I going, ah, aha, release, release, more release. It will happen. I listen to my inner being. What are you saying right now? And honestly, Serena, I'm called to like my inner beings, like go for a walk. Yeah. Go away from the things, go watch a movie. We played, you know, we played ticket to ride this morning. My kids and I did because We could consider that some math. (laughs) Hey guys, we're so excited that you listen to the podcast and we want to reach even more people. We need your help. Can you review our podcast? Let us know what you love about the whole point. Tell us what takeaways you've experienced, what knowledge that you've really appreciated and what kind of guests that you love listening to. And in exchange, we're giving away an intuition session. We have recently started offering intuition sessions to anyone who's interested in having Christy and I both hold space while you ask the really big questions in your life and get 
the exact answers that you need to move your life forward in the direction you want to go or get those burning questions maybe that keep you up at night answered in a peaceful way that nobody else in the whole world knows except you and learning that self-trust that you have the answers and that you actually know how to tap into that. So what we'd like you to do is review the podcast. When you've done that, send us a direct message. Screenshot your review, send it to us, and you'll be entered to win a two-hour intuition session hosted by Christy and Serena, a $222 value just for helping us by reviewing and telling us what you love about the podcast. We can't wait to hear what you have to say. Yeah. And I think a lot of us are getting that from, from our inner beings. I told you because I am cheesy. It was three weeks ago. I'm like, it's the best of times and the worst of times, you know? (laughs) And it truly, truly feels like that to me because we have, what's happening is all of our unconscious behaviors are being exposed. Mm -hmm. The fact that we can go find any supporting opinion of our of our belief that we want and form a camp. Yeah, Never reinforcing your narrative. Yeah. At any time in history. And the fact that none of them are holding water because the world is just shifting and changing is this beautiful, amazing thing because we have to let them go. And that's what we do with our clients in a session. And I just see that as a mi- micro of what's happening on the macro is they have to let go of their stories. Oh my gosh, that's amazing comparison. Come on, everybody. It's not you. It's not you anymore, baby. That's something that's, we would say in a session. <laughs> right. But the ego wants to hold on to those, those things because they're familiar. They're, they're what's, what's known and they're what make us, it's this false sense of security. If I know that the angle of the conspiracy of the government and the vaccines and taking away our rights and blah, blah, then I, then I can feel safe. And I, I won't, won't get, get tricked. tricked. Yeah. It's yeah. this fear, right? If I don't have all yeah. this random information, then something will go wrong because your power is outside of you in that instance versus mm-hmm. inside in the moment, listening to and your inner being. You can pick your flavor. You can pick yeah. your flavor of that. That can be gathering ammunition or believing this is all a hoax or for the people going to church or for the people yelling and screaming at everyone to stay home. You can pick it. And the invitation is to stop and let all of that go. And in this present moment is every single bit of information that we need. And it's the process of letting the ego go, which is painful because I want to be right. And, and for me, it was two weeks ago, just being panicked. And I got my little, I literally got a calculator and I was looking at world meter and I was projecting. Wait a minute. What's world meter It's the world health organization charting all the deaths. Christy oh, gotcha. Okay. I, I apparently it's don't follow necessary. that. Nope. Don't look at it. <laughs> but I was like straight up panicked. And that's what's been happening with me is you get to the point where there's zero outside information that is going to bring that safety. And that is the pain. And it's also the best thing that could ever happen to us. And that's, that's the outside government, the outside economy, the outside information, the outside your neighbor. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's whatever we had as this false security is being taken away so that we can get the true security that's 
always, always been there and will always be there. No matter what happens to the economy, we will be fine. You know, we are very resilient, very amazing. And we're also all connected to this amazing inner wisdom that isn't surprised, has every answer we need, knows exactly what our families need. It is the security that we've all been allowed to have outside of ourselves. And a lot of people have been, you know, anybody, lots of people have been looking for it because of you know, Eckhart Tolle, right? What happened to him? He had this horrible situation in his life that forced him to go inwards. And that's usually what drives it. And so we're globally experiencing this thing that's driving us inward, or it'll drive a lot of people to just fight louder and yell louder. So that's what we have to be aware of as we're looking online and being aware of if we're triggered. And for me, I don't know about you, Christy, but for me, it's been just turn it off. Yeah. Well, (laughs) honestly, mine is always off generally. So I'm not tracking any deaths at all. Like that's never (laughs) even been a part of me. (laughs) But I do get the urge or the, I'd call it an urge because I haven't really fleshed out where it's coming from, but there's an urge in me occasionally every couple of days to just be like, go and get some information. Just go get mm-hmm. some information. Yeah. Um, I particularly prefer to read about people who have had COVID-19 and have recovered and their account of that. I like those, that information. And then I just selectively, okay, so what's somebody who's living in a high area of, you know, saturation with the illness. What's that like for them right now? What's my area doing? Kind of what's an appropriate protocol? And then I know because I have, I stay aware of what's going on inside me. It's almost like I know when that urge is satisfied. And then from there, I have to say, okay, what's next? There's got to be a dumping, a releasing in some way. It's like a crystallization phase for me. What does this mean now? Okay, you gathered this information. What does that mean? What's the story you're telling with all this information? Is it true? And what would be a better story? So that I can have a lot of consciousness around it. Okay, well, there's like a doom and gloom story. We could attach to that. Or there's this other story. Okay, cool. You've got two options. And now you can come back to awareness because neither of those are true. They're all projections. How are you feeling right now? So I've gone, gathered my information. I've satisfied the mind. I've let the mind play its games, but I never let the mind just do its thing, which would be always just the negative spin. I always want to match that with best case scenario. And then I come back to the present moment and I'm like, cool, I've got it. Now what's the thing? And that's where my inner voice comes back in. And it's like, go play ticket to ride with your kids or go donate. Do you need... Lucas found some N95 masks in our garage that we had. He had no idea. He was just going through a drawer. And we know someone who works at a local hospital. So I reached out. Do you need these? Yep, we do. Take those to her. So it's that action piece because your inner voice is always, it's not like you just sit around doing nothing. Your I think inner voice the, drives you. That you're just this aloof, uncaring in la-la land, but this is actually where the power is. And to me, I think that's the thing we want to do. Like we want to gather people around us too who are on our side we need to honor those experiences and not call them right or wrong either i think that's what i'm seeing or shame ourselves for not having the pain or you know vice versa i think there's this thing where it's like well those people are going through hell right now so we should all be 
feeling guilty, mad at the government. Like that's not a helpful. Right. It, There's it's no power. It's outside of you. Your power is outside of right. you. Right. If I have to somehow make a new nurse in New York City feel better or somebody in Italy or somebody downtown at my hospital, if I also put myself in a position of trying to help somewhere that's not my I haven't been called by my inner being. We're also looking outside of ourselves for solutions. And this global crisis is showing us the only thing that's going to work right now is this staying in my lane, listening to my inner wisdom, and being aware of what my connection and what I need to do. And that's bringing harmony to everyone. And the way the inner voice works, the knowings work, it could be as simple as this. You're on Facebook and you read you know, your Aunt Sally's post and you have a reaction to it and then you ask your inner voice what it wants you to do and it says, mm-hmm. mute her Facebook page, yeah. period. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be esoteric or deep. It could just tell you the healthy boundary here is not taking any of that in. It's not helpful yep. to her or you because you're then in the enemy position instead of the releasing of resistance position. Yeah, including telling all your friends they need to care about Aunt Sally now too, or they're bad people. Right, (laughs) right. Because that's what I see will become more and more popular over the next few weeks. Yeah, and I'm making it sound like kumbaya and we're all holding hands and singing. But the bottom line is my intuition is saying, do a puzzle. Yeah, well, and and your intuition, and this is again, no judgment. If your intuition is saying kumbaya, we're all fine. (laughs) That's what it's telling you. If your intuition is saying you know, stop talking to your sister because every time she talks to you, she wants to talk about conspiracy theories. Then you stop talking to your sister. You're like, nope, sorry, that's not helpful right now. Here's several other topics I would love to talk with you about, but this one is just a no-go for us right now. That's a healthy boundary and your inner guidance will guide you to those. That doesn't mean it's going to be comfortable to, to act on the knowledge from your inner guidance if you haven't done that in the in the past, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. A feeling of discomfort as you follow your inner guidance doesn't mean you're in the wrong. The inner guidance is a, mm-hmm. is a peaceful knowing, and in the execution of the knowing, it can sometimes feel uncomfortable because you're stretching, breaking old societal rules that you have in place yeah. and these subconscious patterns. So don't get those two things twisted. Those are different experiences. I had to put up a boundary with someone I love saying, okay, these are the two things I will not talk about. We agree. I said, I texted, we agree on 99% of things and I love you and we can talk about those. But these two things are off limits and I will not continue conversations with those. I will just say, I have to go and, and, you know, wait. And that was really healthy and, and good. And I think we'll find ourselves in those places. I had a client that I advised because she's living in a home with a spouse who is angry and scared, which is translating into anger, which is translating into control. And so she stood her ground in a very loving way. And I said, he's doing this because he loves you and he wants to keep everybody safe, but you get to make this decision. And so she did that in a calm way so he wasn't calm and he was freaking out she stayed calm and did what was best for her and she stayed in her own power right and those are things that are really happening in our lives too it's happening online but it could also be happening in our own um, homes where we have to 
do the thing we can control and not give away our power to any argument or anybody else's experience or our need to be right, that we stay in our own lane. And you could see all of these things as they come up as the most beautiful invitation to heal them. Like every single one, like you take your client, for example, that lesson of standing in your power in this one moment, in this one situation, that's now a knowing in her that she has through the rest of her life. This is what I can do. She can do that in the workplace. She can do it with friends. She could do it, you know, with a random stranger at the grocery store. Like, Hey lady, you don't have time to write a check now. We're not doing checks anymore because it's 2020. Sorry. I've I've brought the checks up on the (laughs) podcast before. (laughs) Stop writing checks people. I had to let some resistance go on that. Anyway, it's the same thing. You, when you take the actions and you execute on the knowings, they be these inner voice wisdoms, they become knowings in your body and you have that knowledge for the future. You never lose it. So every time you notice a trigger and move into it to release the resistance and come back to the present moment on it, you learn the lesson or you learn part of the lesson or you see a pattern and you can change the lesson and the, and the learning for yourself. And what you always talk about, Christy, is being curious and it, it may be very difficult and that may not resonate with you. But for me, I see this as like every day we're getting schooled and we're getting invited to shift and change. I mean, I don't think I've talked to a single person who's not like, oh yeah, we're having this big shift right now. Well, what's the shift? Yeah. The shift is healing and changing how, changing old patterns. Like I said, it's like RTT for the whole world. (laughs) Like RTT is where you shift an old pattern and you get a new one. Well, the only way you shift an old pattern is for it to show up. It's like we globally have this thing showing up to show us the things that aren't working. And that's actually can be awesome. When you know the thing that's not working because it hurts, like Tony Robbins said, the pain of remaining the same becomes greater than the pain of change, right? Hello, 2020 yeah, at this we're, moment in time there. right now. <laughs> that's a good thing because we don't change when things are comfortable. Yeah. We just don't. Because the world has always, the universe and the way that I see it, you could call it God, has always been in every moment of every day in every relationship been inviting us to grow. Everything. Until it's so painful that we can't ignore it any longer, we may just, you know, keep walking with the sand in our shoe because it's not a freaking rock yet. Mm -hmm. Well, welcome to 2020, (laughs) the rock of a year that we're all experiencing. (laughs) It's funny because, you know, my my word of the year is badass. And um, I was like, well, here we go. Because it's, it's interesting how the lens that I look through everything like, I'm like, okay, well, what would a badass do in this situation? Like, what is that? Do you really ask that, Christy? I do. Because yeah. for me, it's very helpful. Like, if I'm coaching a client, it's like, what would a badass do? So it's 2020. And let's be honest, shit <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> what would a badass do? A badass would be, okay, well, I'm here. What do I know? And how can I help? That's what I and hear. see. This is what I see is community rising up, a community of badasses rising up going, hey, we just got everything taken away that wasn't the truth. And all that's left is the truth. And it's I am enough. I have all the answers I need. I'm part of this community. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's the definition. Of it is, well, to take it even to another level, like so you know, my husband's job, he works at at an auto insurance company. And so nobody's driving their cars. So like last week I was like, whoa, 
if nobody drives their cars, they won't need auto insurance. And if they don't need auto insurance, like, hey, he mm -hmm. might be out of a job. And so then it was like, okay, there's a fear in this. There's a story here. What's the truth? What would happen? Like if the worst case scenario came to bear and my intuition said, I'll let you know. Like, I'll let, I'll let you know the next step. Okay, mm -hmm. great. And for me, I was like, <sighs> exhale. I don't have to worry about that. That's a yeah. story for the future. So if it did come to fruition, my first thing, because I, I already have a knowing, right? Because I asked the question, would be to say, okay, what's the next right step? And then I would follow it and I would follow it. And the trust of following that and continuing to lean internally is that you are always moving towards exactly where this was supposed to send you to get oh your gosh. needs met. It's so perfect. And that's what I have a vision that there's this inherent community. Like it doesn't matter what happens to everybody's job. We as humans will get the, we will have the answers we need as we go inside, but that there's, we've always been and always will be community regardless of corporations or economy, right? That was the piece that I got. That was the download I got is like, it's fine. But I spent a lot of time trying to calculate the day yeah. that things would happen. And that was not <laughs> helpful at all. I was like, in three weeks, in five weeks, it'll be these numbers and that and, you know, all these things. So I got a download that community will still be here. And then I brought my ego into it. Like, you know, I need to help everybody and be right and calculate and know. And so that's been what I've been I just see you like, like a mad scientist with a whiteboard and you're like drawing like angles and, and lines and graphs. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then There's your some... inner voice is like, just go pray. Just go pray. I know. My inner <laughs> voice is like, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just let her do this. She needs to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think what you just said is so perfect though. Like it's legit to have those fears. Like totally. Like builder, what happens if he's you know, building what I wouldn't necessarily consider essential, you know, big, beautiful homes on lakes. <laughs> like, but as of right now, it's essential. But, you know, and my client situation has shifted and thinking about how it's going to play out for all, about all the people that, I mean, I feel blessed. She's literally thinking about every one of you. <laughs> yeah. Like, what about the people who don't have food? Community will take care of that, but fear won't. Yeah, fear, fear will not. Fear will hold up and guard my things and keep me safe. And it'll actually be at the expense of myself and others. Mm -hmm. So I think there's, I think everyone's being invited to community and I think everyone will respond. I think, I think the majority of people will respond to that. Yeah. Cause fear doesn't have you drop off a roll of toilet paper at your neighbor's house. Fear tells you to keep it all for yourself. That's yeah. the difference. And when you go to your inner voice and it says, no, that 12 pack you've got, in the basement, you need to take that over to Serena's house because she's got 35 women leaving, living <laughs> there. You, ant you respond to that and then magically the next time you're at the grocery store, they're stocked and you can buy some more. I mean, it's just a crazy thing, but it does require yes. you to trust and believe. It's yes. a free fall in the beginning. It's, and it's, it's called beautiful. faith. Yeah. And, and it's the only thing that's really true. And we've been able to have false faith, false trust in things that when everything falls apart, don't, they're not supporting us. Um, but the, but our true connection will, you know, that faith will. So basically when you go <laughs> on social media, just have faith that you're supported. And if you bump into something that doesn't feel good in your body, 
ask what your next right step is and then do it and realize that you're going to be triggered and that's okay. You don't shame yourself for being triggered. It's normal. It's totally fine to let yourself spin out if that feels right in the moment and then know at the end, you're going to just ask your inner being and your voice what you need to know and you'll move on from there and you'll be able to let it go. There's no wrong way to do this. Oh, it's so true. It's so good. And those feelings, you know, if it is like being right and everybody else is wrong or angry or fear about, you know, what's going to happen, take all of that and, and process it. Like you described so perfectly, take it through. Is it true? Is it helpful? What do I actually need to do? But you have to get to the big, hairy, scary under it first and then ask if it's true because you need to actually face your, face your fears and then move through them. We know that this information was needed and good because it's happening all around us. It's like little balloons popping all around me. People like freaking out, triggered by social media. I was just there for the the Tiger King memes. And then those started fading away and they were replaced by everybody like being really, really worried about (laughs) seeds and things like that. (laughs) And I was like, where's my Tiger King at? So mostly I wanted to do this podcast to bring back the meme culture that was lost in the last seven days. Cool. Great. I'm glad you're all there with me now. Send me your memes. <laughs> I'll accept them all. And we know that as you listen to us, you'll take what's right for you and leave the rest behind because that's all you're called to do. And when you're out on social media and you're feeling triggered, reflect back on what we said and tune into your inner voice. And I would love for people to share what they're getting as they're going within, if they've been shared to do any little things for their community, for their family, like what shifts are happening in you? Did you have freak out moments where you were calculating things like me or has what ha- what's been the powerful shifts that have been good that have come? I would love to hear that. So find us on Instagram, on Facebook, and let us know what's happening for you. Where's your inner voice guiding you? What lessons are you learning? Share with us what you're finding because we'd love to celebrate those things or commiserate with you, whatever you need. And thank you for listening to the podcast today. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. Leave us a review. Subscribe so more people can find us. And if you want more information about me or Christy, there's a link to both of our websites in the show notes. And we'll see you next time. 